There we go. Good morning, everybody. Hope that you are up, up and awake. Today, I am joined by Melody, and uh, we have a crazy, amazing story. It's um, it's 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 one of those stories that you would only see in in like movies. To be honest, no <laughs> different than than, oh boy. than Rocky. Um, no big deal. Uh, so, Melody, you you've had a crazy, crazy year this last. Uh, 12 months, not even this last 11 months have been insane. So um, you've, you've gone from, well, you're going to share it. And and, and, I'm <laughs> so excited. and I just want to thank you for, for opening up and sharing this. Um, obviously it gets, you know, it gets quite personal, but, um, but if you don't mind, please tell us, uh, introduce yourself a little bit and just tell us where you were before driven in, in January of 2020. Hi, everybody. So most of you have seen me around or seen bits and pieces of my story, but this is a really awesome opportunity just to say hi to the people that are new to the community and also just to round out the group of online coaches. Um, as Miguel alluded to, I am also a client as well as a coach. I started um, uh, February of this year, um, but January of this year was kind of the lowest low for me in that um, after having my second child and returning to work from sort of that experience, I just couldn't lose the weight in a way that um, was sustainable for me. Um, I was emotional eating. I worked a, well, I still work a, a desk job as well, but obviously I've structured my life in a way that's a bit different, but just hours and hours of sitting, lots and lots of stress-related eating and just not um, knowing how to move my body in a way that was getting me any kind of results. So um, Miguel can attest to the fact I've re actually reached out a few times before this, but just, I was just say. yeah, either, either wasn't ready or, or financially, or at that time um, there wasn't an online offering. So I was always trying to make the class structure work and just with dance and life, it just didn't really seem to happen. But um, yeah, this time I reached out and was just like, Hey, you know, I really need help. And, I'm not showing up for my kids in a way that feels meaningful and authentic. I'm also not old enough to be feeling sore and tired like I am. I'm, I'm crying at night. I don't feel attractive to my partner. You know, all those things that, you know, in varying degrees we all go through. But it was just kind of hitting me like a ton of bricks. And it um, wasn't until I started to have kind of other medical related issues. I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, well you're carrying 70 to 80 pounds too much weight here not to mention the fact that you're not there's not activity and there's other things going on there so yeah I reached out to Miguel and said this is kind of what I need and we were we were back and forth at that time there was still kind of developing what the online coaching offering was going to look like but again I still couldn't really make classes work but really wanted the support and wanted to feel part of, part of the community and so yeah um, after I had a conversation with Miguel I went home and cried again with my spouse and was like, okay, I really, I really want to make this work. And this is what it could look like. And obviously my partner, Mike, I posted about it a thousand times. He's the most supportive guy out there. It was like, we'll make it work. You know, this is kind of the budget we have. Go back to Miguel and see if we can make ends meet. And luckily for me, um, when I met with Miguel again and said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm committed. I want to make this happen. Like, it's not a lack of, of drive here. Like, I just need a plan and direction. And mm -hmm. what well, can this work? And I was really lucky that um, he's like, yeah, we can do that. And it won't be at the gym. It'll be this. I'll give you a plan kind of thing. And we got rolling. And do you remember, um, do you remember what you may have seen? Um, perhaps 
on Facebook, me posting or something that that just kind of made you be like, all right, I'm I'm gonna reach out to him or was it? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I well, I'm really attracted to the group setting. That's what's so funny and sad, <laughs> really, that I've never been able to really take advantage of that side of driven. But I don't know, like whenever you guys would post and it would show like all the happy, diverse group of people at driven working out and really, really like powering through it was awesome. That kept me interested. But it's actually when you started to do your client, um like recognition posts where it would be like this person lost this much weight and it was just really really celebrating all different levels of the journey and I was just like you know and you start to get that kernel of desire to have change for yourself and Mm -hmm. then you're you know getting fired up by seeing other people and also um, I worked with a couple of your clients that had nothing but amazing things to say all the time and I was watching them kind of hit success so you know it was kind of a combination of of seeing it wanting it for myself and then also knowing some people that were feeling it you know you, you there's all two different kinds of things that are like the carrot but I think it was kind of the combination of all of yeah. that as well yeah. as like you guys have always been super open about like hey we're inclusive there's always something here we can come up with a package that works so yeah I just and the Instagram I never seen you on Instagram before I remember you posted that um it, it was like fill out this questionnaire about like moms that are at their wits end or something like that mm-hmm. and I was just like whatever I was sitting there eating a bag of goldfish at my daughter's dance studio and filled it out and you messaged me like seven minutes later and I was like oh god like yeah it yeah. was it was awesome. So, you know, yeah, it's 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 a obviously now, um, you know, things are a lot more structured and and I don't need to be the one that that jumps in seven minutes after. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but I love that. And and there's always been I mean, I can think right back to November 2013 when that's how that's why Katie ended up coming to Driven. Katie, my wife, because she she just knew she needed some help. She was like, I feel terrible, but I'm ready. She reached out to, I think she said five different places. And um, and I responded immediately. And the other four places didn't even respond. And uh, and so later on, two years later, when we were married and I was answering messages at 11 p.m., <laughs> she was like, why are you working so much? And then at one point, I, I was like, remember that message you sent to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why. Oh, well, sometimes like that's the magic bit, right? Is, you know, when someone is vulnerable and reaches out at that point where they're just like, oh, I'm fed up, but I don't know what to do. Having somebody that's going to be like, yep, here it is. Here's the plan. It's a fleeting yeah. moment. You know, it requires it is. so much courage for you to be like, okay, hey, I don't even know. And I'm afraid to even ask, but like, I think I need help i think i'm ready for help that takes a lot of courage so that's that's where the driving motivation has always come to to jump right away and be like awesome don't worry about anything let's just talk figure out where you're at and see you know where you can go um so you speak with mike and um and i remember you uh just i remember noticing how serious you were right off the bat because you weren't like you weren't like dismissive about the whole thing. You were like, no, I'm ready. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in the work. And um that's and the Scorpio in me. Once it's decided, it's decided. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is so I mean, obviously, okay. So we started in February, February 1st, I think, 2020. Yeah. And and so now looking back, how much did you lose and 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 what amount of time? 
Um, as it stands right now, it's 85 pounds from then. Um, but I basically, because I was living like the sedentary, hiding, emotional eater's life, I didn't own a scale. I didn't know. And I was just basically uh, the steady gain happened so quickly that when I actually went, okay, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to buy the scale. I'm going to get real with myself. I'm not just going to blindly emotionally eat anymore. So my success happened pretty quick. Like my first week I lost seven pounds, which is higher than our, our target. But I always tell anybody that asked me, it's literally because I went from flatlining like I was not living my life I was just absolutely treating my body like garbage to okay we're doing this right and at the beginning my mom and I were doing our program in the gym and that was just three days a week but just three days a week plus walking plus monitoring what I was eating plus being really real um with you on the accountability side boom like and I think that initial heavy loss for me was like proof in the pudding so to speak that what you were telling me to do was going to mm. work not that it was going to be easy but just like hey do this do the triangle i always say it right the nutrition the workouts and the accountability yeah. be really real with what your goals are and be consistent and that's all you really told me you're like you have all the ingredients just do mm. the work and i love what you said um so have you watched breaking bad i have <laughs> okay. so they did a study Netflix made a study where they noticed that if you make it to episode five within the first week of watching the show, yeah. you're going to binge the whole thing. It's true. <laughs> because because it, at that point, you're in, right? And so they called it the activation point. And basically, as long as they make sure that you've... So if you, if you just started Breaking Bad and you're at episode two, every time you go into Netflix, it's going to be front and center. Because they want you to get to episode five. Because once you're there, it's game over. Yeah. So we've kind of been doing this for a long time. So our activation point is precisely those first 10 pounds. It's it's getting you, because if you do everything the way that the way that we ask you to do it in one month, especially if you're starting at about 250 or more, um, in the first month, you're gonna lose 10 pounds. And in the second month, you're gonna lose 10 pounds. But I just need you to, uh, to, to see it happen once that first month. So we've crafted exactly the communication cycle and the, the steps that you need to take on day one, on day two, on day three, on day, on day seven. So that, because I know now, if I can show you, oh man, I've struggled for so many years. And then you begin and in your first month, you lose 10 pounds and you're like, this wasn't even that hard. Like I ate good food. I ate tasty food. I like, huh, I can do this. Yeah. Boom. It's over. So it, yeah, you had, you had great success right from the beginning. Yeah. And so like, I think that that was really important for me because, you know, as somebody that had had limited success in other areas, but it just took like, everything I had dieted down to an inch of my life, working out every single day for hours, like that will work, obviously. But you know, the whole idea is, when I reached out, it was like, hey, I'm a mom, I'm also a partner, I have a job, I have two kids, I have two dogs, I, I don't want to have this become 
all inclusive to the point where like, I'm not showing up for them. Like, that's not what I want. I need something that's balanced, you know, that in a way is gentle, right. That's going to ease me in here are the skills that we need to build. And I think that that's the reason why, you know, obviously there are ways where you can crash diet and lose 10 pounds, but then you're like, starving and and grumpy and tired and i'm not i'm not about that so (laughs) i said to you remember i said whatever this is you have to give me the skills so that i can do this and then that's my life right and that that was it you know brute force can can work when you're really young and when you have nothing else on your plate and you don't have children and or whatever fine that yeah brute force will work you can you can do the but the, it's not the, enjoyable let me tell enjoyable. you <laughs> no and the the more brute for, brute force is required to get the to get the weight down the harder it's going to be to keep it off so or okay. like the least like a real life you know yeah, like man. i want to be eat food with my family yeah. like <laughs> um a, a new client started this week and she's like can i ask you a question um so in the nutrition plan i don't see cream for the coffee and i'm just i'm like let me stop you right there i'm like do you know what's in my coffee right now she's like no i'm like baileys <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like there are some things that are just quality of life things that you don't have to give up whatsoever so wow. it, it's like it's, chocolate for me a it's daily piece like come on it's part yeah. of the plan now come on come on <laughs> um all right awesome so you lose 85 pounds um and 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 so it's funny because as you said you are also a client so yesterday um you know we we're talking about your goals and where things are going now and they look very, very different. Like, and and so, give us like a like a like a summary of of where that's going now. Yeah. So initially, my my goals obviously were fat loss, but also just like I said, gaining confidence in in moving my body and feeling like I could even set goals. Like I said, I had kind of sidelined myself. Like the idea of doing one burpee was like, oh. and now the idea of doing a burpee is still like, wow, it's still hard. It doesn't. I feel like it doesn't matter how much weight I lose, a burpee is hard. Um, but going from a fat loss focus into what I would call like a life maintenance, as well as like really pushing on the physical side. So now my my goals are are definitely more performance based, you know, strength training and muscle building. And I really am getting excited for when the weather is nice again so that I can keep pushing in my running. Um, but yeah, like it's nice. Everybody was like, oh, well, now that you've lost the weight, are you still going to have a coach? Are you still going to have a plan? And the thing about it is, is because it's ingrained in the fabric of my life and just because maybe fat loss isn't in the forefront anymore. There's still lots of ways that um, I can I can gain success from this program, which is teaching me maintenance, right? Taking me out of deficit calories into maintenance calories and how that feels, um, adjusting the food as well as learning, okay, well, if your goal is more performance muscle base, this is how we focus in our nutrition. So it's a pivot point. There's still lots to learn. And so I think that it's really important that people realize this isn't just a program to help you lose the fat, that it'll also teach you what to have what happens after that. Right. So it's not just like, okay, like, great. I'm at my goal weight. Now what? Like there's, there's still lots of things that we can do that will graduate you into new goals and new things. Maintenance is, is never exciting, (laughs) you know, from, from an outsider's perspective when you're like, okay, and then we're going to get to maintenance and we're going to like, no matter what you say after that sentence, you're like, just like I'm there. Like, can I just be there? there?" (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> but no, I, I was having a conversation with, um, with one of our members yesterday and I was like, I, I need you to stop for a second and realize that you have everything you've always wanted. You lost the weight. You've got a, a, a beautiful romantic relationship that has flourished. You have a, a fulfilling career. You're, you can devote time to your kids. You're in great shape. Like, like you have it all. So now it's about setting the, the, the systems in place for your life so that you can keep it all. I'm like, that's the reason why most people don't get to have it all. Because if they, if they get to a point where they're almost there, they start being like, maybe now I need to stop. Maybe now I can stop paying attention to my fitness. Maybe now I can stop paying attention to uh, my performance at work because now I have a, you know, and then, and then sooner or later, one of those areas starts suffering. Right. So well, and I think it's important to really continue to challenge yourself, even if the goals are small or different, that, you know, there should always be something you're, you're working towards. And in mm-hmm. that area, like you said, maintaining that balance and of my journey, you know, to 85 pounds, I can tell you, it was never just like, Ooh, post child, perfect. You know, you'd be nailing your nutrition, but your workouts would be at 10 PM because your workday was long, but it's about that balance over the course of the week. And that's something when I'm speaking to clients or even speaking to people that are interested, I'm like, that's the whole beauty of this program. It's going to tell you what ingredients you need over the course week to week to have success. That doesn't mean every single day is a perfect triangle where you're nailing your nutrition, you're rocking your workouts, you're like checking in with your coach. Like sometimes one or more of those corners slip. But the thing is, is commitment to it and working on whatever isn't maybe feeling 100%. And that's a shifting process. I know it was for me, you know, especially as, you know, we start adding protein targets and things like that. It was like, how am I going to eat this much darn protein? But, you know, those are, those are the things that your coach will guide you through, right? Yeah. Because these are new skills. And once you've mastered them, you know, it's about a, accumulating a tool belt. By the time you get to maintenance, you'll have all the things that you need, but there's still going to be that person that's going to be like, well, now what? Now what do you want to do? Totally. And I think that that's, totally. a, that's an awesome maintenance. thing. Maintenance is, is, is a whole beast in and of itself. I remember when I, when I lost my 80 pounds, I, I took a picture of myself in the mirror and I was like, oh man, awesome. I'm not 80 pounds overweight anymore. And then I was like, great. Now I'm going to try and build muscle. And for a whole year, I was single and I could put the time in. I went to the gym six days a week, minimum 90 minutes per day. And I was doing cardio and weights. And I was eating a ton. I was eating 4,000 calories, I remember. And a year went by, Mel. And I finally, like, I took several progress pictures along the way. A year later, I take a picture and I'm like, okay, oh man, it's been a year. Let's see. Nothing. No difference. Wow. So I was like, what the? And and that, <laughs> came, that came with a lot of lessons. Um, so let me ask you this. Um, how long did it take you to, because I know in the last few months, obviously, the, the you know, as there's less and less and less weight for you to lose, you've... Um, the rate of weight loss has just slowed slowed right down now, right? Like you're you're pretty much you're done losing weight. How long would you say it took you to lose eighty? Uh, I would say I've probably been holding at eighty for five or six weeks now. Does that sound right? Right. right. Yeah, and then so I kind of dropped down that last five. March, April, May, June, July, August, September. 
So yeah, I would say September, month? I kind of hit 80. And then I've gone from 80 to 85 over that last little yeah. while. And honestly, that extra five pounds was not even something that I was actively working towards, but just kind of came as a happy result from my program. So um, I just asked because I think I told you somebody was like, I'm going to be the poster child. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you want to go there, I'm like, so far, yeah. Um, Melody has Melody lost 80 pounds in in like six and a half months. <laughs> give take. Hey, I'm all for anybody that's shooting for poster child 100%. status. That's amazing. Hundred oh, percent. Um. So now, okay, and then you go from from there. Now you're coaching and helping people do this. So that's a transition that is very tricky to make. And obviously, you had the Mexican Gandalf guiding you in that book <laughs> but before we talk about how awesome i am um tell me about <laughs> tell me about um it's it can be a scary thought because the the imposter syndrome kicks in and it's like yeah who am i to help people or to tell people what to do or or tell me about that i think shifting for me like because really what happened naturally because especially you and i had a pretty like broadcasted view of my journey which which was totally okay with me um but what that did is that was prompting a lot of conversations people mm. were reaching out asking about oh hey like what does that look like who do i talk to and so like i found myself in kind of like i was a client but i was like kind of funneling you people that were asking me questions and asking you for advice and then i remember the day that you were like well have you ever thought about you know making this part of your lifestyle like as a as a job and i i remember being like but because there was something in my head that went from like, you know, following a plan and, and, and getting my own success was very separate from like being able to learn how to share that success with others. Right. And although like, I, you know, I was open from the beginning, like the thought of helping people is like, that's my, that's my language. That's my spirit language, my love language. I really, really always wanted to feel like work and input that I had into this world was making a difference with people. But speaking to that imposter syndrome because I spent so much of my life where I felt like I was the chubby girl. I was the uncoordinated girl. I was the one that always said no. Like I, I finally went out and did a Zumba class. I, I think I swore I would absolutely never do it, but it's one of those things where I was just like, I don't know, like, how do I make that jump? But you know, when you said, I just think you should apply and, and see how it goes. And I, you know, again, had that little pal with Mike, like, Miguel said to apply for this position. Like, do you think this is crazy? And he's like, I don't think it's crazy. He's like, this has really become part of who you are. And, you know, I think him holding up the mirror. And then I was like, yeah, like it really is. And yes, I'm having these conversations with people, but I'm having to just be like, okay, here, talk to, talk to Hirsch or talk to Miguel. But I'm realizing that I could actually play a bigger part. So we've already touched on what it was like. We, you know, we committed, I went through the process, the group interviews and everything like that. Then I made it through that gate. And then it was like, okay, well, if you're really serious about this, there's an intensive training and certifications. And I was like, okay, bring it on. Like I am a Scorpio. I'm like, I'm going to take it. And, you know, I think like, as I was going through the process, I was more focused on like, I'm going to nail this part, and this part. And then at the end, when you were like, okay, like you've done all the certification, you've made it through this part, you've, you, you know, you've, you've proven through all of our training that you can do this, like we're ready for clients. And then I was like, what? Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Like actual real people, like it's what I was working towards and obviously excited for, but you go through that same kind of like old pathway of thought of, well, 
you know, can I do this? And can I really help people? You know, and then of course, like realizing that all along I've known that learning how learning that triangle of success is what brought me my success. I know that inside and out. And now I have all the other things about, you know, nutrition and building programs, as well as the support of everybody else, like you can do this. And so, you know, get your first few clients and you you start seeing some, seeing them build success. And that lights a fire in a whole different way. I talked to Amanda, one of the other coaches is one of my, my dearest friends. And we talk all the time about how amazing it feels to help guide somebody. But th- the best part of it all is like, all we're doing is training them with the same tool set that we have, but watching them pick it up and, and, and do it and implement it in a way that feels good and see success. Like that is, that is the stuff right there. That's even more yeah. satisfying for me than, than when I, I had your, you know, when you have your first aha moment where like, Oh yeah, like that, the food was really awesome. The workout was really awesome. I went to bed at a good time. I woke up the next day knowing that when I was going to step on the scale for weigh and that it was going to be rocking and it was right. And, you know, yeah. helping other people kind of guide themselves to that same feeling is really, really amazing. And my most favorite part of coaching so far. The thing is the, the challenge with coaching is that, it's a lot harder to coach. It's a, it's a lot easier to get yourself to do something than it is to help someone else see why they should do it. Well, you know your own carrot. That's the thing, right? What works to motivate me might not work for motivating somebody else. So exactly. really, that's why you posted that amazing video. And anybody that I that asks me questions, I really encourage them to watch it. It's like going back down to the basics, right? Eventually, mm. you have to be the person that's like, what is my motivating factor? I can certainly remind you on the accountability side of you've said you wanted to show up for your kids. You said you wanted to run 5K. Like, here's what we need to do in order to get there. How how are we doing on doing those things and realizing that it's not up to me to find the carrot for the person. It's right. up to me to remind the person of all the things that they said they wanted to get out of this program and keep reminding them of all the things that we already have laid out that if you mm-hmm. follow it, you are going to be the driving force to that success. It's not up to me to be like, if you do this, you're going to be this way kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no. So if, if, if I was just a friend that has no clue what the, what the coaching looks like. Um, and I just said, Hey Mel, I see your transformation. Um, and now you're, you're, you're coaching people. You're helping people. What does that look like? I think I need some help. Um, what would it look like if I was if, like, where do I go? Where do I start? Okay. Awesome. Yes. So like you said, the process is way more streamlined. Like we are a team of people with open arms waiting to take you in. So when you're in that vulnerable state and when people ask me, I was like, here's how you reach out. You know, you're going to talk to one of our team members. They're going to take a bunch of information, ask you lots of questions, really find out who you are and what's going to be the best fit. And the good thing about Driven is there is a whole Rolodex menu of options of programs that can be tailored to you. Like, you know, I have clients that work out in the gym and I'm just doing the accountability side. I have people who like me work out solely from home and we're building specific plans for specific things. Um, But the good thing is, is once you figure out the, the big step is reaching out talking to somebody on the team, figuring out which is going to be the best of the programs to get up for. And then after that, you're going to be assigned to somebody. It's almost like a concierge that's going to walk you through your fitness journey, right? So Mm -hmm. if, for example, you're doing uh, the online one-on-one coaching, one of the coaches is going to reach out to you. There's going to be um, a video kickoff call and 
within that call is going to be not only getting to know the person that's going to be supporting you on the accountability side and your personal coach, but they're also going to take you through, you know, here's all the, the app for our fitness and here's how we're going to keep track. And here's where this lives. We're going to go through and pick some nutrition strategies. And the good thing is, is yes, we talk about some specific avenues on how nutrition is going to work, but we're going to talk to you specifically on which is going to be the best to support you. And then someone's going to build you a custom plan to follow. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is, is we'll follow that for one phase. And if something isn't working, that's the whole job of that accountability coach is going to be tweaking and changing your program. There's going to be regular check-ins both via messaging, but also, you know, one-on-one video calls with your coach, as well as now, um, I'm sure everybody has seen those posts that Miguel's been putting out there about our portal where there's even more resources from both nutrition and accountability plus the accountability call. So you really are kind of rushed into the community of driven and, you know, I'm happy to, to share those information with anybody that asks. And in fact, most of the people that ask have either joined in some capacity or are in the process of figuring that out. And the good thing about it is, is that it's not a, you know, trying to shove people into a predetermined package we really do build something that's going to be gentle, you know, whether that be you have disordered eating and there's certain things about nutrition and tracking that don't feel good to you. There's ways to get around that with photos of food or, you know, different ways to do to do your measurements. And same thing with the workouts, right? If workouts in the gym feels good, then we do that. Or if workouts at home because of an injury, then we do that. So it's definitely not not a one size fits all where we're shoving. It's really quite tailored. And um, I think that's the part that I enjoy the most is during that video kickoff call, we're really going to be taking the time to get to know who you are Mm -hmm. and figure out how we can support you using that nice fundamental belt of tools that are as proven to work, right? Like how many clients do you have that have lost a hundred pounds? Quite a few now. So 16, we're on our way to, so the 17th is probably going to be there in two, three months. Oh my goodness, so that's at crazy! Point, at this point, um, I was thinking about this because I'm a, I'm a sucker for for data and and numbers and ratios. And, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, huh? So we could extrapolate all that data and be like, we help someone lose twenty pounds every you know every forty five days or something like that. Like I know there's a number like that out there. I need to bring all the math in and yeah. do it. Um, question. So obviously, obviously, I mean, the level of conviction that you can bring after seeing this for yourself is is right up there. Now, one of the reasons, one of the fears that holds us back from ever starting is the fear of failing, right? What? Yes, it worked for Melody, but what if it doesn't work for me, right? Yes, it, yes, Melody could do it, but what if I can't do it? So now that you've been a coach and now that you see not just the systems that we use to help guide our clients, but also the support that you yourself as a coach have from me and the rest of the team in helping you navigate and 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 really guide that client. Now that you know all of that, what do you think it would take? What do you think would need to happen for someone to not be successful with this program? That's a a weird question, but a loaded question. Um, Honestly, I think that if if you've committed and and are are actively in the program, the thing about it is, is I don't think it's possible to fail unless you quit. I think failure means 
you give up. And I, I've had a, a variety of conversations lately about this just because this time of year when it's rainy and cold and dark, it's not as easy to get out for those walks with your family. I know my kids are a little bit stir crazy from having to be inside a little bit more. The thing about it is, is just because it's not as easy during these dark months doesn't mean that it's not as beneficial. And it also means that sometimes your progress might slow during this time. But the thing is, is maybe you can't get out for as many walks, but you can really button up your nutrition and it is possible to keep things going or things might slow down or you might see fluctuation on the scale because of your cycle or because of stress or because of this this year has been a lot for people, you know, yeah. even just like with the COVID stress and the political climate, like it's a lot. And I know there's a lot floating around in people's heads. But what I always say is the only way you fail here is if you quit. Right. I was like, there's always ways to pivot. There's always ways to redirect, you know, that commercial where it's like recalculating. Right. I, I really, truly feel that that is that is the truth of the matter here. Right. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. Like over my journey with you, we're, we haven't been doing the same things like our focus at the beginning and our focus now or how we how we're targeting our goals is different. And so that is the thing that we have to remember, like if things are slowing down for you or having our time with nutrition or you're like oh it's the holidays like how am I going to navigate shortbread and potentially you know more lockdowns the thing about it is is just do not quit I think the only way you fail here is if you quit and I do I I'm a, a little bit of like a rogue thinker as far as like comparison sometimes comparison can be motivating in that you're like I you know like when I saw you posting about other people killing it I I found that motivating in that I wanted to kill it but I can't, you know, when I'm doing my own journey, I can't be like, well, I'm not killing it as fast as that person, or I'm not killing it at the same rate as that person. We're, we're all different and unique, much like all of the programs are different and unique. But I do believe, you know, regardless of how long it's going to take or whatever the, whatever the kernel needs to be, that we can get you there. But the only way you fail, in my opinion, is if you, you, you quit and you give up on the process. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to share with you guys an example that, um, it's parallel, but it's also different. So uh, early, not 2020, but last year, I hired a, a business coach. Um, he's a bit of a, of a celebrity in the, in the, uh, in the fitness space. Um, he was a celebrity in the fitness space 20 years ago. Like this is how well-known and respected this guy is. And, um, and I hired him and we, and we started working together and about a month in, I am feeling, I am dealing with thoughts and feelings that I that I never really struggled with, which is, um, I just feel like I'm chasing something that is meaningless. It feels like, it feels like I'm in a rush to make, to make, like financial gains, and it 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 feels. It feels like that's the only focus. And, and I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Like, I never feel like this. So I just reevaluated and I was like, you know what? This style of coaching is not for me. Like, that's not like, that's not my main objective. So I'm out. Right. But so I think that, as you said, comparison can be a powerful thing because either tells you. Like if you really want what somebody else is having, it's going to give you a roadmap of how to get there. Like yeah. if, you, if you really want it, you can just be like, hey, Melody, okay, so what did you do? Because yeah. if, you, 
if you, whatever, if you walked, you know, um, 35 minutes, uh, four days per week on top of doing everything else, that's something I'm not doing and, and I'm willing to start doing it. So yeah. you can have that guidance. Now, if, if you don't want that, if you're like, you know what? Hmm, I think I don't really want to lose this weight. I think I just really want to have the endorphins in my body of working out and have that translate to a happier self. And I would honestly be happy with that. Awesome. Then, yeah, then the comparison of, of the of whatever factors produce the fastest results, they don't matter. They don't matter to use, right? Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm glad that you said that. I didn't know what you were going to say to the whole, like, what do you think needs to happen for someone to fail? And because that's that's how I feel. I'm like, well, I just feel like there's there's always something that can be tweaked. Right. Like, I'm not going to say it's not going to get hard. And in every program, you're going to, you know, like there, there's going to be a plateau for whatever reason. But there's always something that can shift. And that's the that's the part that I like about being a coach. And I'm sure you like it, too, is like, how do we dig in and find the truth of the matter here? And that can be different client to client. And but the the truth is, you just have to believe in the process and believe that we are going to help you and guide you to whatever, whatever that end goal looks like by setting a series of really small goals. I love to mm -hmm. remind people that like saying I want to lose 80 pounds is, is great. But then you're standing, it's like standing at the base of the mountain and being like, well, now what? The yeah. whole idea is like, what is our goal day to day? Like, what am I going to do today that's better than yesterday? And then what am I going to do by the end of the week that's better than the week before? And then week to week. And that's why it's the program is designed with weekly weigh-ins and lots of check-ins. Because if we were just like, okay, here's a program, go out there and lose 80 pounds. You're going to be like, uh, what? Like when yeah. the going gets tough, you, you know, that's where your accountability coach and your community are going to really going to come in and light the fire again. You know what I mean? So. You know, I mean, yes, it's hard, but what's harder going through this or staying 80 pounds overweight? Yeah. Well, and like be, being the heaviest that I've ever been, like, I could not believe I'm like, how am I, you know, 36 years old and feeling like my hips are sore. I can't cross legged. I, I I'm winded running up my stairs after my kids. I was like, this is not this is not how I want to show up. This is not yeah. how I want my kids to see me suffering, you know? And, you know, I, I just get a, such a kick out of things. Like my three-year-old will just all of a sudden in the middle of, I'm just going to do a workout. She drops down. She's like shoulder popping and doing little push-ups, or, you know, she's like, I'm doing a jump squat. And just the fact that she knows what that is, or I know that the reason why she's doing that or, or enjoying that is because she's seen me doing it. You know, it's just, that it's that ripple thing that we all talk about and that's something that throughout my journey not only did it bring me closer to mike you know up till that point in our relationship we'd never worked out together we'd never really like had that and then all of a sudden like our family time was centered around walking or picking new hikes to explore or all of us outside all bundled up you know the kids might be on their ipads or ella might be doing her dance um, stretching or whatever, but we're all out there together. We're sweating. We're laughing. We're not in front of the TV. Like to yeah. me, like that's where my life has changed in a way that yes, weight loss is awesome. And I love feeling strong and I love feeling, you know, vital and present in my life, but just like the improvement in our family dynamic around things that weren't like, like, that's the thing about COVID. I was having this conversation with Amanda just last night, you know, I was filling my life up and my time up with so many things that actually were a time suck that were not serving mm. me 
you know, I'm not talking about like with, you you know, seeing your friends or seeing your family, but you know, it was just like, go to this movie, go to this, go to this, go to this. When COVID kind of shut all of that down and I was really at the same time focusing in on what was really important to me and how I really was not only putting myself on the back burner, but all of my goals as well. It's just like, there's just no time for that. Meanwhile, I'm like spread so thin doing all these things that really weren't serving me. So as much as COVID has been stressful, it really helped me focus in on the people that are important to me, focusing in on making my goals and myself a priority and in like visible to myself. Like, this is why you're doing that. Not just because you want to lose weight, but because this is the life that you want for yourself. So, yeah, no, I think, I think the, the, the benefits are, I think we're blinding ourselves and, and, oh man, I had a few conversations this week that were tough. My, like my heart, my heart really goes out to these people, but I realized that when when you're when you're at your worst from a from a physical, mental, and emotional standpoint, you've gotten there because you've allowed yourself to believe all of your reasons why you can't X or why you don't have time for blank or what. So so really my job is to show in there. And you know what I did the other day? I literally had, oh, I don't have it here. So I had this hat on and right next to me here, had I had my hat that says driven. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was chatting, I was chatting with, with someone and uh, uh, let's just put it this way. Um, the, the likelihood of having some serious health issues appear in the next three to six months. And I'm talking cancer level um, are are extremely significant. There's already steps that are being taken to identify what is happening because there's something going on there. But but I hear the usual weed really well. You know, like we and I'm like, I, I, so I took off this hat and I put on the driven hat and I was like, now I'm not your friend. Now I'm your coach. You have to there is no way you get to your heaviest by doing the right things. Okay. And and for as long as you keep believing that that is the case, you're not going to take action and you are going to get a prognosis that is going to cripple your family. So, Oh man, it just, it, it, uh, it gets it, you like right in the, oh. but that's a really important um, distinction to make though. Right. Like when, when you're having that accountability relationship with your coach, yes, there is components of it that are supportive and you're they're there to celebrate you, but you're also that part of that relationship is to hold up that mirror and be like, well, remember when you said, when you said this, like you said this to me at your most vulnerable, when you were really committing to to the why, like I could cry, but yeah. you know, when sometimes like it's easy to forget that because a lot of these people, and even in my own journey, you just put, you just stop thinking that you have to re- really check in with yourself and be like, well, the reason I said that is this, and I don't get out of here by continuing to, to, to push that out. Like, you know, so that's part of the thing. So putting on the coaching hat is, is something that is, is difficult sometimes, especially yeah. if it's someone that you that you're also friends with or that, you know, and that's, that comes a special dynamic when you're coaching those people, but realizing that that is a really key part. And I remember there was a few times like when COVID hit, when I called you crying and I was like, well, now what? I can't go to the gym and all I have is three pieces of equipment and there's absolutely no way that I can continue. And actually, if you look at my numbers, although I had decent numbers leading up to it, 
it wasn't until I was faced with absolutely nothing that I was like, you said I could do it. And I was like, I was almost at the beginning feeling like I was trying to prove you wrong. Like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'll do what you say. And I'm not going to do it. And then the numbers kept coming. And then I was like, well, you see. And so I love to share that with people that I'm working with. I'm like, it doesn't matter if you can't go to five classes a week yeah. or a gym with all the fancy equipment. There's days where Mike and I were squatting with cinder blocks, legit. And I'm like, you know, there, there's lots of heavy things you can pick up. There's lots of things. And since then, like, I actually have a lovely little gym space that we've you built. 80 but... pounds on top of your frame. Right. Gone. <laughs> yes. It's amazing how we, how our heads try to overcomplicate things. And, and yeah. we go, okay, so this is what it needs to look like. Therefore, I need to take this step and then this step and then this step and then this step. And then I'll be able to do it properly. And, and now I'm like. Look, do you want results or do you want reasons why you can't do it? I just you remember are- the day you were like, tell me what you have. And he's and you're like, I don't care if it's I've got a flight of stairs and yoga ball. We'll come up with something. And I was like, yeah. whatever. I was like, okay, yeah. I've got one 15 pound weight, a yoga ball, and some stairs and a resistance band. Go for yeah. it. And yeah. I, Good yeah. luck. And I just kept, and I'm like, so I, I just remember. And then when I did the the little local radio interview, I remember him asking, well, like, now that you can go back to the gym, are you going to go back? And I was like, why? Right. The whole part, the whole part that I love the most about this is like, everything is flexible to my life. Like, Oh, something came up for dance or my kids, my driveway gym is going to be here later tonight as well. Right. You know? And so it's just really giving me the flexibility and freedom. Right. I can still hit my goals, even though, you know, like that's the thing about trying to put on muscle and things like I had to get some heavier things, but it's totally doable in my own driveway gym under my own rules, under my own terms with with some guidance. Next thing you know, you're going to be picking up Mike. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wouldn't that be good? Uh, (laughs) Mike lost a bunch of weight, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mike lost about 40 or 50 pounds, I want to say. And, you know, through COVID, we've really gone through the ringer. He's changed jobs a bunch of times. And sometimes like his fitness had to go into the back back burner. But, you know, he's like, yep, seeing you out there. He's like, you just always are pushing me to do it. And so he he's out there lifting regularly. And we're our birthdays are both this month. And we're like talking about what we want. He asked for weights. I asked for a BOSU. I'm like, gosh, we're just a bunch of fitness. Yeah. I bet you, I bet you people that are um, far away from, from where you are mentally, they're like, oh, I know. I was like, we're those people that are like, can we just have some dumbbells and a BOSU ball? Cause that's they what we dropped out of the, they probably just dropped out of the video right now. Okay. That's <laughs> it. That's just fucking oh no, come back, come back. Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, like, that's just legit. It, like, you know, when you think about it, when you see those people that you're aspiring to that look like they're living the fitness life, eventually once you like, because this is a life change, that's what happens. It becomes part of who you are. It doesn't become work anymore. Like same thing. I was having this conversation about tracking with with one of my clients. Honestly, in the beginning, you're like my fitness pal, like, gosh, this takes so much time. You have to find what works for you. Sometimes it's pre-tracking. Sometimes it's like I put in a bunch of recipes and things that I eat all the time. So I just have to go one button press, you know, but I'm like, these are things that once you do it, it becomes just like putting on your seatbelt or brushing your teeth. It doesn't feel so bad, but I always tell people, I'm like, look, if you don't want to track, that's fine. We don't need to track. We can do something else, but don't tell me you don't have time for tracking because if you poop ever, (laughs) you can track your food. You you do when you poop. 
you freaking scroll Facebook and Instagram. So stop that, crack instead, and you're going to be fine. We need like a poster that was like, if you had time to poof, you've got time to track. That's it. We need that on a shirt. So, but, but now if somebody says, I just want someone to get to a point where they can tell us. Yeah, I was going to say when they can tell me, but now they're really not talking to me. Now they're talking to you guys. Um, just own your journey. If if you if you find it, if you have internal resistance to tracking, that's fine. We can we can pivot and, and there's other strategies, but I need yeah. you to own that. And I need you to say, okay, I understand that tracking may be the most efficient way to get me there, but I don't want to do that. Great. And there's oh. lots of reasons why, you know, disordered eating thoughts and things like that. And, you know, I, I've had conversations with people and with myself where it's like, sometimes that's hard, but that doesn't mean that we don't take the time to find something else. We can't mm -hmm. just go, oh, okay, we don't trust nutrition because you don't track like that's that that's not going to work. So there's there's plenty of ways to figuring out portions like that hand hand thing and thumbs yeah. and you know where you don't have to use a scale you're not weighing your food you don't have to feel like this is really imprisoning me so i i just i agree with you you have to own it and whether or not like okay here's the most efficient way to get there tracking and all the rest of that if that doesn't feel good to you that's part of our job is to be like okay let's find something else yeah. photos of food yeah. or I, I whatever literally, i literally uh <laughs> i literally told someone this week i was like yes yes it's hard but because I have I have the notes of when they started, so I just pulled them up before I sent that message, and I was like, "But being at your heaviest and looking at yourself in the mirror every day and feeling embarrassed is harder, because that's yeah. for life." Yeah. So, my friend. Well, and honestly, if you want to, if you want to see where you're slipping, if you're not tracking, you don't know, right? Because sometimes what we think we're doing and what we're actually doing are two very different things. So sometimes like, okay, don't track it. But every time you're going to sit down with a plate of food, send me a picture of it. I'm like, I'll calculate it for you. And you know, those are the things like sometimes it's not what you're eating. It's how much you're eating. Yeah, right. So yeah. those are the, those are the things. Yeah. Little, it's little awesome. things. Melody, thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, of course we knew, we knew that the hour was going to go by like that. And it's only it always does. <laughs> it's, it's the concise version. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. It's, it's, it's amazing to see your journey. Um, historically, people that have seen the transformation with Driven, they always become the strongest um, advocates for what's possible and and how really truthfully, when there's a will, there's a way because there's multiple ways to get there. But what is necessary is for 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 you to have the courage to decide when you don't quite know if it's going to work, like we can tell you all day long that is that it, that it works. Don't worry about it. Just it will work. But but on your mind, you're like, well, nothing else has worked in the past. So why would this be different? It's when you make a decision to start despite those past experiences yeah. that you succeed. And that takes a lot of courage. So you sharing your story and, and how you went from what a crazy year you've had. But, it's it's um, wild. If you had told me this is what November 2020 would look like, I would never have believed you. But, you know, I just want to say thank you to you for being a personal guide in my journey, but also inviting me into the Driven um, community and now being a mentor and a boss. It's just it's great. And um, taking the opportunity to really introduce us so that people can know 
know the online coaches as well as they know your smiling face. I just think that that's really a commitment to the cause and we all appreciate it. I know. Oh, no. Super, super proud of you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. And to everybody that was watching, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, uh, private message me, private message Mel. Um, and, and again, even if it's just to, for us to answer a couple of questions and kind of point you in the right direction, we're more than happy to do that. Absolutely. Right. Anytime. Okay. Thank thanks, you. Miguel.